0: Yo, this is the ancient Texan. <sighs> Something's happening in China. China has gone a little bit uh, weird. The ground is shaking in China and we're feeling the repercussions over here. First, today is 11. 11. Of course, it's 21 do you notice there's a lot of ones that, in that date Well, today is singles day in China and at midnight kind of like when we dropped the ball in New York City they go on a buying spree it's the biggest shopping day, it's Black Friday on steroids um, they get on their computers and start ordering the biggest retailer there online is Alibaba, Uh, but it recently uh, got fined two point something billion dollars uh, primarily just for being big and they want, uh, I think it's part of the redistribute wealth in China. Kind of sounds like America, doesn't it? last well, 10 days or so they've had 10 explosions across china some of them may be at chemical plants some of them maybe protest but 10 major explosions in the country without uh, any acknowledge of the, of those on the china news i get most of my stuff from youtube and people from reporting from the inside putting stuff on the on the web and I think you have to take all of it with a grain of salt but when you hear the same thing from two or three different sources um, the credibility goes up so take all of this with a little grain of salt uh, you've heard about those airplanes from China that are going over Taiwan trying to intimidate them well the other day they chased uh, last, I think it was Monday, they chased an American spy plane. Uh, The Chinese did back across the Strait to Taiwan and the Taiwanese Air Force came up and uh, intercepted the U.S. plane, well, intercepted the Chinese warplanes, turned them back around. Which, that didn't get any news coverage, but sounds pretty significant. Australia, on the other hand, has started sinking Chinese fishing boats that are fishing off the Australian water. They take the people off, they don't kill them, and then they sink their boat and they give them a ride home. I've been telling China for a long time not to do, you know, they're not allowed to fish in their waters and they're tearing up the coral reefs around Australia. Keep, keep, keep your mind open. Something's happening here. Thirty-one countries agreed uh, last week to remove exclusive trading status from China. This is the big Asian countries and uh, across Europe. It was a concerted statement released by everybody at the same time. You know how Trump uh, put tariffs on steel and aluminum and a bunch of stuff from China? Well, that that's essentially what's going on. Um, they're doing it worldwide on China. China has two uh, real estate firms in trouble, Evergrande. Kaiza bonds and perhaps a, you know, another half dozen in various degrees of trouble. Evergrande, everybody thinks, is going to belly up the old $300 billion in debt. Kaiser is a smaller, more exclusive real estate, like Rich People Real Estate Company. Uh, they failed to meet some bond payments this week. So, there's also just widespread spread debt in China that's just crazy amount of debt. Um, their railroad, which is the best in the world, uh, much better than we have in the U.S., they go 350 kilometers an hour, which is like 200 miles an hour type, type thing, um, and they're have more rail line than the rest of the world put together they've built rail everywhere and they have these super modern trains but that whole train system is running in a huge deficit because they've built um, trains a lot of trains to a lot of places some which don't have enough rail traffic to justify it which, you know, I understand trying to help your people, which is the type of thing you do to give people, you know, like childcare and medical and transportation, and that kind of helps pull people up from the bottom and help wealth inequality. So that's a, you know, it's a noble thing. Uh, but they're showing this one train station, the biggest train station in the world in a Chinese city I can't pronounce. And it was just basically empty and 12 lines coming in there and like no people i mean the trains were basically empty and they're running these trains well there's since it did not run on a you know profit motive you know, then they can do that but i always used to wonder um uh, in my extractive metallurgy days when I'd see another American plant shut down because it went to China. And I knew, I know enough about the cost of doing that kind of stuff. There's no way in hell they could be doing it for the cost structure they did. And of course they were subsidizing energy, which we'll get to that in a second, uh, what's happening with energy in China. But I thought, okay, you can subsidize this industry and that industry but profitability everybody kind of you know gets on American capitalism or capitalism in general because you know you have to make a profit well making a profit is not um, a condition of capitalism it's a condition of it's just basic human survival if you're doing an enterprise the cost of what comes in has got to be less than the cost of what goes out or eventually you can't do it. And that's not just a condition of, of uh, money. Money just tracks the allocation of resources. Um, so if you're not, if your efforts that you're putting into something, you're getting less out. That's called dying and you go out of business and I always wondered how China could simultaneously do this across so many industries well they're starting to have trouble with that because they have so many industries they have all these ghost cities and real estate companies in trouble and the train systems in trouble um, their biggest aluminum their second biggest aluminum companies going out of business um, their coal companies are uh, some of them have depleted the resources, and they keep reporting that they have more resources than they have, and so they don't really meet their quotas because the coal's gone from that mine site. Um, but no one's going to tell their boss I can't do it in this system. Uh, They're having blackouts across China. they have rolling huge blackouts. Manufacturing is being hurt because they can't keep the power on. China is the manufacturing hub of the world, $400 billion of goods to the US alone. That's, uh, they're having trouble doing that. COVID is Sprung its head back up again, uh, and China's admitted to an out outbreak. So you know, once they say it, it's already pretty damn big. They're having grocery stores, they're having shortage, and they're having runs on grocery stores. Uh, they've been told to stock up. People are, you know, speculating that they're fixing to the attack. Taiwan. Partly because China keeps flying sorties over the Taiwan and testing the the missile defense system and not the missile the de- air defense system of, of Taiwan. The currency is fleeting the country in China. Over a trillion dollars over the last ten years. They have a ban that a citizen is only allowed to do 50,000, it's kind of, I think it's a lifetime thing, but they've learned how to do it a lot of different ways. The latest was they have some kind of game that you contribute money to, to play. And the game maker was kind of facilitating, transferring that money to the U.S. They want to buy U.S. real estate. Chinese people believe in real estate. Uh, 30% of their economy comes from real estate which is now a big bubble that's bursting as we speak the government has decided um that the wealthy people have too much they had that Alabama fine um There's something called SoftBank. It's kind of some software company that uh, essentially been knocked out of business. They have these private uh, companies that help tutor kids for getting into good schools, especially in the US, that have been put out of business because uh, she, the ruler, decided that uh, Those people are making too much money. They have too much power, too much control. That's a lot of stuff going on. Their economy's straining. Companies are uniting against them. The government's worried about wealth inequality. There's protests in the streets. That's a lot of stuff happening all at the same time. Will China survive it? Yeah. There's still basically a strong country with a lot of money. Will the real estate tanking hurt the country? Yes. Will it hurt us? Maybe. There's a lot of excesses in the U.S. going on at the same time, and we have the same kind of wealth inequality. We're still pumping, the Fed is still pumping money into the stock exchange, which really helps the they're buying bonds still, quantitative easing, as they call it. Uh, they're still keeping the interest rate artificially low as inflation goes up. Same thing's happened in China. It's not a one-off type thing. They're struggling with how the hell do you deal with wealth inequality. and At the same time, they're doing practices that, uh, you know, keeping the stock market pumped up doesn't help the average Joe. Uh, I've got a little bit of money in there and it's helped me, but, uh, you know, most people like us, it's, you know, what kind of salary you have, what kind of Social Security you have. That's what kind of retirement, if any. That's what affects us, not the stock market directly. I mean, it it still has some run-on effects to us, but the ones that are getting really rich um, are the rich people. And funneling tax money to keep stock market inflated helps mostly the rich people that's happening it's not just happening in the u.s. it's happening all over the world the elites are in charge company powers extend way past the borders so what do I want to make of this I want to kind of drawn to focus that we're all kind of struggling here on this planet. Um, Chinese people are struggling. Over there in Russia, same thing's happening. Putin is throwing everybody in jail that tries to run against him. He's trying to hold on to power. Xi and China, um, they do, they're having their big conference planning for the future, which is, I think is an amazing process. Like, we should be planning for how we're going to spend all this money on climate change and sit let politicians forget to do it. That needs to be an engineering study. But China's planning and Xi's going to get appointed chairman or some nonsense next year, or he hopes to, and he's going to be like this super-for-life Big powwow leader. Um, he's been very aggressive against other elites and against other countries. Um, his ambition to take back Taiwan could lead to a war in our future. They're developing uh, supersonic missiles, they got plans for nuclear weapons in space. A lot of stuff going down between the big boys, China and the U.S. A lot of power struggles here. This is about power control in both countries. Um, And at the same time, having kind of the illusion of, you know, in China it's called common prosperity. Xi wants common prosperity. Biden wants build back better. Uh, but he's trying to get a social platform underneath uh, Underneath his um, building back the physical infrastructure. He also wants to get a social structure. Joe Mancini, which I listened to a newscast the other night, he's a pretty damn reasonable person. And from where he sits... Uh, he kind of sits in the middle He's the one used to be governor of West Virginia he's the one democratic in power in West Virginia and he stays there because he stays in the middle he said he could change his name to an R or a D, it doesn't really matter he's in the same position he believes in Joe Biden but Uh, from where he sits um, he's a centrist and he has to find common ground between republicans and democrats to stay in power a huge you know three trillion plus uh, social spending bill will not uh, not work where he's from he's 74 or some, 77 or something great sense of humor I, I like the guy so we've got a lot of stuff going down in, in China and the US that are not all that different kind of things going on um, and on top of you know, this climate change, and uh, they're having internal problems with making the, their country run. Um, China's having blackouts all over the country because they cut off coal from, that's part of the problem, they cut off coal from Australia because Australia wanted to investigate the COVID virus. Um, they got Chi pissed off, so they cut off their coal. It turns out they don't have enough coal internally to keep their country going now they're buying it through second-hand suppliers like Pakistan, who buys Australian coal, marks it up, and sends it into China. They're still not getting enough in. Uh, They're having blackouts in um, Europe, and they have a winter coming up, and the only place they can get enough um, natural gas is from Russia. Gives Putin a lot of power. Germany's turned off their nuclear power plants and the cost of electricity has gone through the roof. France is doing okay. They've got a lot of nuclear power plants. 60, 70% of their power comes from it. They've got a stable supply. Turning out that uh, China's having trouble with too much rain in part of their country and other parts has drought. So their hydropower's getting cut off, so their idea of cutting off coal power plants doesn't seem so good. Snow working out too good in Europe either. They don't have enough energy to keep themselves warm this winter. This is complicated business running countries and people and Politics have got so extreme that uh, they don't get the compromise, and answers in the middle are often better than the answers in the extremes. So just kind of want to give you a little update with what's happening in China. I'm sure most of you don't follow this, I've been following them for 50 years. One day I'm even going to learn to say the name of a few Chinese cities. But lots are happening in China right now. Lots is happening in Europe with energy shortage. And yet, we'll keep talking about how we're addressing climate change. I think right now we're just like taking action and it's not very well coordinated or directed. Uh, And it's being driven a lot by the powerful, the rich, the elite, the big companies. Um, They get their disproportionate say of what's happening. I'm hoping it kind of all settles down because a lot of stuff just kind of runs out of steam. And people realize that what they're doing isn't working because Mother Nature steps in and gives the European people a cold winter. It gives China reality. (laughs) Knock at the door when they have coal plants that uh, are empty. And by the way, they regulate electric prices, so the electric prices are now kept below the cost of what it takes to buy the coal. (laughs) Think if you're a poor power plant operator um, and you can't get more credit, and you've been told by your bosses, keep the power running, and you're trying to buy coal, but you don't have enough money for it, and you don't have the authority to raise your electric prices. That's gotta be, a tough position to be in. Germany doesn't have enough heat and they're shutting down their nuclear power plants. How's that working out? There's a physical reality that you gotta keep going. China running all these businesses and building cities that nobody lives in. Trains to go to places that nobody lives there's a reality in, enforced by nature that you have to have you know what goes out of box X has to cost you less than what comes into box X or you eventually go out of business And it doesn't matter what accounting system you're on or what political system you're on or what social system and it's just it's just physical reality. It's a material balance. Energy balance. It's what kind of stuff I do. So that's kind of the update. I'm sorry I'm a little rambling here. But it's more's going on right now in China, US and Europe a lot of it around energy that I can get my head around. Uh, And yet today is Singles Day, the biggest shopping day in the world. Bigger than Black Friday is happening right now. In the midst of a lot of big problems, people are buying a lot of shit. They're online, going crazy right now in China, buying stuff. That's like a... (laughs) That's like, wow, what a disconnect there. I'm sitting here worrying about the planet (laughs) coming apart at the seams and us doing a lot of crazy stuff that is like we've got a problem and we're not working at it directly. We're working on, you know, next door to the problem. So it's a messy day in the world right now. But it's Singles Day and time to buy stuff in China. (laughs) Well, this is the ancient Texan just rambling away here. Hope you have a good one. This is an old white guy's opinion. Talk to you later. Yo, this is the Ancient Texan signing off. An earthling that believes we are all part of a world wide web. We are all part of us. There are no thems. Namaste. Namaste.